Brands on Brands. Hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about video podcasting. That's right. How to set up video for your podcast. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way to thrive tomorrow. Today, we're talking about video podcasting. This is part two of three, specifically how to actually set up video podcasting, the things you need for beginners to convert it from a podcast to an actual video podcast, the setup. We'll go through that today. If you're looking for my answers to why you should even be doing this, that's in part one, why you should have a video podcast. All the rationale and reasons are there for you, hopefully to motivate you to get started and, uh, I hope with today's lesson, how to get set up, you realize how easy it can be for every podcaster to be recording their show, maybe not to become a YouTuber tomorrow, but at least to have the assets for you there to use in the future for when you are ready. And there's no better time like the present to start. So let's jump into it. Brands on brands. All right. Video podcasting. I'm excited to go through this setup for you. It's really three easy components for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the camera setup, the lighting, and your environment. So those are the three sections we'll be going through today. So let's start with the camera. Obviously, if you want a video podcast, you're going to have to have some kind of camera setup. For most of you beginning, you're going to have one camera setup. That's going to be the camera right in front of you, recording you as you are speaking into the microphone, you know, looking right at your face with the background behind you. Some of you might be bold enough to set up a second camera, which can be off to the side, and that can give you a different angle so that your editors can have multiple angles to choose from to keep your show interesting. Now, the camera you have in front of you, uh, hopefully you can sit it up a little further back than I have here today. Today, I'm working not in the best environment. We are moving soon into a new house. And so I am uh, in our little office in the bedroom and you know I have the light behind me, which is not ideal. Usually it's off to the side. Uh, I have nothing behind me that's interesting and I can't set up a second camera. The camera in front of me is too close, but we're going to get it done, right? We're just if you're a podcaster, the job is just get it done, create the content and keep moving forward. So that's what we're doing today. But if you want to set up a second camera, you can do that. Give yourself a different angle. And if you set up your first camera to be in front of you and further back, you also give the editors opportunities to shoot forward and backwards and zoom in, zoom out. Again, creating uh, opportunity for more visually interesting content. Okay. So the cameras that we're talking about here, they don't have to be fancy. Uh, I know a lot of people have DSLRs and things they set up. That's for advanced, right? For you to get started, really, I want you to buy a simple webcam that you can put on top of your computer or on a tripod just behind your screen somewhere. Now, that webcam, there's lots of brands out there. One that's very common and reliable is Logitech. Uh, I have the C, 
922, I believe it is from Logitech. They have newer versions of it with all different features, but as long as it's HD 1080p uh, Logitech webcam and it can USB plug into your computer, you're good to go. Why is that? Well, it's simple. It's easy. And you can turn on your Zoom recording where you're doing an interview or you're just recording yourself solo and you plug into Zoom, record it there, and it automatically downloads that video for you. Very easy is the name of the game here when you are getting started. So get the camera that works for you, hopefully a webcam that's USB-based that has HD 1080p, and set it up in those ways, and you're done. That's the easy step, right? The easy step you can take on this process. You can buy those on Amazon. They're, I think, in the $100 range, maybe less, maybe more but not a large investment for what you're going to get out of it. Now you have a new asset that you can use over and over and over again to create, yes, YouTube videos, but also social media clips that are way more engaging than audiograms and those graphical things that you are doing already. Uh, You can take actual video footage, clip it, and drive traffic to your content, right? Use the assets you have in front of you and available. You're creating the content anyway. Why not just turn the camera on, push the button, and have it capturing that as well? Now, I will say this, I understand that there is difficulty when you turn a camera on and you're trying to think of what you're going to say on your podcast. It is difficult to sit there and look at the camera while you're trying to think of the things you are saying for your episode. That takes practice. And especially if you are the type that has notes in front of you and you're following a flow and you need to have your intro and all these things written out, it's going to be more difficult. Uh, And it's not that interesting to watch someone looking down while they're being recorded, right? But if that's what it takes to get started, get started doing that. What I would recommend then after that is when you get more comfortable, come up with just three topics, three points you're going to make in your speech, in your discussion, have those in front of you or memorized and just have them on your wall as a post-it. And that way you'll always know what your next section is going to be about and it'll keep you grounded. And honestly, if this is stuff that you're talking about that you know, that you have knowledge of, it should be flowing from you anyway. And that context is going to come out better. If it's something you have to research and read, it's not going to flow the way you want it to. But I know a lot of people that's, they have to script their shows. Okay. Well then the video part might be a little harder. You might need a teleprompter of some sort. They sell those too. But my point is whatever it takes to get you to push the button and record video, take that step. It's going to help you long-term. Even if right now you have a bad bet looking background, like I do, and you have to mess with the lighting, do what you got to do to get started. And then you'll make incremental improvements as you go forward. All right. Step number two, your lighting right now. All you need is if you don't have the money, just make sure you're in a room where the light is off to your side or in front of you in the room, like a nice window, right? That is for a lot of people enough, but for most of us, we're going to have to adjust the room we're in. And for like no money at all for $20 or less, you can get a little stand-up light. You can put off to the side an led light. That'll just light you from the front so that your face isn't all blacked out. Right now in my room, I have a full window behind me with sheer curtains. It's really bright. And without a light, my face would be totally uh, blacked out and dark and shadowed. And now since I have a little light in front of me, that's no bigger than like six inches by four inches uh, on a little tripod off to the, the side here, it lights me up from the front and you can see my face and that's enough for the camera, right? That lighting is the difference. The camera itself, yes, the higher quality camera you get, the better the image might be. But what people don't realize is a simple webcam can create very crisp footage, especially if it's 1080p, 
but the difference between good looking video and bad looking video most of the time is the lighting, not the camera, especially if you hit that minimum requirement. So if you get that lighting, suddenly you're going to be lit better. You'll have a crisper video, which is what you're thinking of when you think of high quality. It's not pixelated. It's crisp. There's some contrast there. You stand out. You're vibrant, all driven by lighting. Now, that first little light you have is helpful. A lot of people get ring lights. That's what I started with as well. I usually like having, again, off to the side, a big ring light. You can go 10 inches, but if you can go bigger than that, I've heard larger than your face is better. Call it 12 or 14 inches. That's great. Again, they're not very expensive. You have them set up off to the the kind of an angle, like a a 45 degree angle off in front of you uh, so that it's not being reflected in the camera. And you set it off right there and you get the lighting you're looking for, for your face, right? Uh, I know some people put it right in the middle, put your camera right in the middle of the light. That's okay too. It puts like the ring of the light in your eyes, um, which is good or bad. Some, Some people like it, some people don't. But I don't mind it off to the side for me. And that lighting is going to be all you need. And if you can do even better and black out the room behind you, like get some blackout shades, which is what we usually have, put that behind you so it's dark and then only the lights coming from the front. That's really what's going to drive the quality of, of the image of the video. So get that lighting right. And then even better, once you get those couple of things going and you do have a dark room, you can get interesting then. You can buy these LED lights that have these color slides you put in front of them. And you can put some interesting blue or red color behind you, which a lot of people do to add a little more visual interest and take you to that next stage of it actually looking professional as opposed to what I'm doing now, which just looks like I'm in a bedroom because I am. And you know that's not super professional, right? But I'll tell you, all of this is better than trying to hit the green screen button and getting really pixelated picture behind you. And every time you move, there's this ghosting that happens where you kind of see the background behind you and you kind of don't. It's just terrible quality. I'd rather you be in a bedroom than have that behind you. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Maybe get a curtain or something to stick behind you or a fake facade background. But in an ideal world, you get the lighting right. And if you can sit in a corner where the walls are directing towards you, even better, right? Where the line of sight is drawn towards you. And we're getting into now the third thing here, which is really your background, your environment, right? What I would love is if you can set something up where you go every day, You sit down and you don't have to do anything except turn things on. Everything's where they're supposed to be every time so that you are excited and confident about creating content when you are ready. I don't want you to have to set everything up again, you know, take it out of the closet, put it where it needs to be, because that's going to slow you down, number one. But number two, it's going to half the time keep you from even wanting to create that content or turn those cameras on because of the hassle. So if you can find somewhere where you can stay still, have a setup that doesn't move, that's going to be your best bet, no matter where it is. So pick a room, pick a place that is yours that you can own, and you can then start adjusting things. You can figure out, well, what can I put behind me that looks better? What can I do for the lighting to darken it or to get the lights in the right places? What can I do to put the microphones in the right place so you can still see my face? All of these decisions you can make because now you have a stationary environment that you have to work with, right? Even in this move I'm going through, I knew that I was going to have to work with this situation. So I am, I have my microphone here. I have a little sound blocker off to the side, have the light in front of me. It's good enough, right? It's getting the job done. So as long as you have something like that to work with, you're going to be good to go. Uh, The other thing about your environment is, you know, controlling that light uh, is going to be key. Obviously that's, that's number one, but also controlling the sound, find a place where you don't have to do too much sound control. In other words, where you don't have the dogs barking next door, where you don't have 
a lawnmower turning on half the time or a weird ticking sound, whatever the things are that are in your environment, the air conditioner turning on them, uh, whatever it is, try to control your environment so that your sound is mostly fine. And as long as you have a dynamic microphone, like the one I'm using right now, which is the ATR 2100, your sound should be fine. Just the four inches in front of you. I don't have to do soundproofing. I just have to use the right microphone. And that is going to continue. Like your video quality is what we're talking about today, but having that environment behind you is going to help the video as well. So, you know, you want all this to work together uh, and your background, your environment is the way to go. And again, if you just you're in a room, you just can't fix what's behind you, then you can invest in getting a screen that you set up behind you that is, you know, going to at least create a flat surface that is more interesting to look at than a bedroom, right? I've invested in those when I've needed them. Uh, This time around, since this is a temporary situation, I'm not worried about it so much, but, you know, invest in those little things and then you'll get more and more confident about recording that video uh, and getting the, the quality footage you're looking for. So, that's what I got for you today. Uh, and again, if you can set up your environment in a way that actually brings out your personality, that's a bonus, right? That's a bonus tip. I would love you to have some character going on behind you where you have some shelves or you have something on your wall that really, it's not too cluttered, but it's enough that it adds interest and brings out the kind of character that is your personality uh, in the background. If you can take care of something like that, I think you're going to be more and more proud of the video you're shooting. And as you get more comfortable doing it, you are going to be more apt or prone to want to put your video out there and get it edited. And we'll talk about that in the next episode, what you do with these videos that you're now recording, what do you do with them to get them out there and posted and proud of having a video part of your podcast. So that's what I got for you guys today. That's part two of three. Don't forget to tune in to part three, but if you haven't listened backwards, go to part one. Let's get you motivated to understanding why this is so important. And hopefully you guys are jumping on the bandwagon here and converting from podcasters to video podcasters. So I appreciate you guys as always. Thanks for tuning in and I will catch you guys next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsOnBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsOnBrands.com.